Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 194 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we begin a new week of study in our Come Follow Me materials. We are studying in July the 18th to July the 24th in Ezra chapters 1 and, and 3 to 7 and Nehemiah chapter 2 but um four to six and eight. Um, today we're going to uh, begin uh, with a study of Ezra chapter one, uh, where we uh, will be learning about how the Lord inspires people to bring about his purposes. But to give a bit of context of what's going on here, um, this fast forwards from the time where we just finished off in Second Kings um, to the point where the, people, the kingdom of Judah has been uh, captured by Babylon uh, and they have been there for about 70 years. Uh, they had lost Jerusalem. They had lost, well, I'll read from the, um, from the Come Follow Me manual because it gives a good context here. Uh, quote, they had lost Jerusalem and the temple and many had forgotten their commitment to God's law, but God had not forgotten them. True to his prophecy, the Lord did make a way for the Jews to return and he raised up servants who accomplished a great work for his people. Close quote. So we're going to learn about who these individuals were that brought the uh, the Jewish people back to a remembrance of the covenants that they had with the Lord. Um, of course, they had been captured by Babylon um, and carried away captive. And what you'll realise is that it's during this time we have prophets like Daniel, who we'll learn about later. And in fact, we are getting towards the end now of the chronology that we have in the Old Testament. Because once we get, we get past um, Ezra, Nehemiah and Esther... Um, although actually I think that Ezra and Nehemiah are the two that um, actually indicate the end of the, the timeline but either way uh, we are very near the end of the chronology of this uh, this text with these, these two books um, and this will help us to understand where we are uh, left before we, uh, we we end the Old Testament and the other um prop books um, which are based on prophets such as Isaiah, Jeremiah, Jeremiah and others, uh, they were prophets around the time along the way. So we'll have to uh, identify and highlight when these prophets were active and ministering um, over the timeline that we have here. So um, let's dive in then uh, into this. We'll start with Ezra. In Ezra chapter 1, uh, we have uh, Cyrus, king of Persia, uh, who is ruling over Babylon and its um, vassals that, or people that it had already captured. Um, and this individual was um, more willing, I suppose, um, and more known in history to be uh, more allowing of the people that they ruled over to go back and to build up the, the kingdoms that they lived in rather than capturing them and taking them captive um, in in their own lands as, as slaves and so on. Uh, and in fact, in verse 1 of Ezra chapter 1, it says, Now in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled, the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, that he made a proclamation throughout his kingdom, and put it also in writing. So straight away we see that the Lord is working um, through Cyrus, um, that 
Um, and we can see how the Lord works through other people who are not necessarily of our faith. And I think this is a really important point to make. We have great inspired teachings and important events in, in world history, uh, which make a positive change for mankind. And we we can recognise that the Lord is behind it. Um, scientific discoveries and um, social political uh, movements toward freedom. Uh, all of these things are inspired of the Lord. All good things come from God, as we read about in the Book of Mormon in Moroni chapter 7. Uh, and so this is an example of such where we see the Spirit working upon um, a, a ruler who is not, um, you know, his one of his covenant people who hasn't necessarily made promises with him or even has faith in him. However, it, what's interesting is in verse 2, Cyrus says, The Lord God of heaven hath given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he hath charged me to build him a house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Who is there among you of all his people? His God be with him, and let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and build the house of the Lord God of Israel. He is the God which is in Jerusalem. So I did just mention that he didn't necessarily have faith in the in the Lord God of Israel, but um, actually here it seems to indicate that he does have some sort of belief that he is um, a, a God who should be worshipped. Uh, and so Cyrus is very clear that they're to take um, the silver and gold and, and goods which will help build up that kingdom uh, and that is something which he tasks some individuals to do. Um, it says that Cyrus brought forth the vessels of the house of the Lord which Nebuchadnezzar had brought forth out of Jerusalem and had put them in the house of his gods in verse 7. So not only is this going to be a case of where he sends back the individuals to build and uh, you know, fortify the temple, uh, but he also sends back uh, the vessels and the objects that had been taken from that temple in the first place. This, of course, would have been a great um, comfort, a great um, relief, I suppose, and just a wonderful event for this for this people uh, who were able to go and to um, rebuild the temple. Remember that this temple have been standing for generations uh, and that the people knew from the teachings and the, the traditions of the stories that they had heard um, from Moses leading the children of Israel out of Egypt, having the tabernacle, the, the presence of the Lord with them. Uh, and then obviously when they reached or they have um, kind of had Jerusalem as a, as a land to call their own, um, kings, Solomon building it and for generations having that temple there for them this will have not just been a another turning back to to the Lord and a reminder of the covenants and promises that he gives them uh, but also it will have been just a a, a symbol and a, a message of hope uh, that they are able to have more freedom once again uh, that they are to be able to worship and live in their land once more uh, and i think that that would be have been another great symbol for them tomorrow we'll talk about temples what it would have meant to the jewish people and uh, at the time and how they can how it brought them joy uh, as much as it can bring us joy as well uh, it can be a source of joy in our lives 
Thank you so much uh, for listening today. Hope you've enjoyed the study. Please do join us tomorrow as we continue with this study of Ezra uh, and then into Nehemiah later in the week. Uh, thank you for your time. Please share what you've been studying on the Facebook group uh, and also you can email session at gmail.com. Thank you once again and until we meet again.